Hello everyone and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. This podcast is being brought to you by Elite Vacation Homes. If you need a home in the Central Florida area to visit Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, or any of the other attractions in Central Florida, contact Elite Vacation Homes at EliteVacationHomes.com. show is also being brought to you by David's Vacation Club Rentals. If you want to try any of the DVC resorts for really, really good prices, staying at the Boardwalk, Old Key West, Polly, Grand Floridian, Saratoga Springs, any of the DVC resorts, contact David's at DVCByRequest.com. Show is also being brought to you by Scooter Vacations. If you need a scooter for anything in the Central Florida area, contact our friends at Scooter Vacations at scootervacations.com. And last but not least, if you need to book a trip anywhere in the world, and especially Walt Disney World, contact me at American Tourist Travel, and we will help you out with all your travel needs. So that's it, guys. We're going to hop on the train and head on over to the pub. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. I'm joined, as always, by my good buddy, John. Where are we at today, John? Because I never know oh. where you are. Oh, we're just cruising home today. We're on 192, stuck in traffic. Isn't it great? You want to be here with me? Headed down the highway, looking for adventure. <laughs> Whatever comes my way. Right, John? Easing down the highway at about two and a half miles an hour. How about yeah. that? Don't there get a go. speeder ticket there, John. No, I'll try not to. Yeah. So how you doing, my friend? Yeah, it's all right, all right. Uh, like we were talking about before the show, Lisa's got 13 more radiation treatments and then, uh, I guess, follow-up visits for the rest of her life. But, you know, so, uh, we're almost through all of this, so that's great. And uh, I'm uh, going to run into, uh, got a tentative uh, set up with uh, Evan, uh, one of our friends of the show, uh, on Thursday. Me and Lisa are going to try to come back out um, after her appointment and uh, meet up with him and his family at Animal Kingdom for a little bit. That would so. be awesome. Yeah, he texted me the other day. He's headed down to, uh, and he was hoping to see you, Johnny. So hopefully he yeah. uh, hooks up yeah. with you. It'd be nice. Evan's good people. Yeah, he's real, real nice guy. I met him before and his wife. And then uh, uh, Bob's down or uh, coming down on the seventh, and so I might try to see if I can't run into him on Thursday too. Um, if not, uh, maybe the maybe the week after. I think he's down until sometime in the middle of the month, and then uh, uh, maybe I can just meet him uh, at a bar on the way home or something. So, well, but. The, the, I love Mary a lot, and I, I think I love Bob too. No, I love Bob a too. They're bit, good people. Right? Yep, yeah, they're 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 family like we were talking about before the show too, John. So, you know, but yeah, I'm glad uh, my friends are getting to head down. I wish I could get my ass down there. Yeah, you need it's to. It's killing Get me, rid. dude. It's killing yeah. me. I'm dying. It's like as much as I'm going to complain, piss, moan, hop up on my soapbox, scream, and yell, I still got to go. I keep telling Brenda, well, as soon as this brigada, I mean, as soon as I'm done this brigada job, if I make it to the end or they fire me first, <laughs> one way or another, when it's done, my ass is headed down to see you and Mickey. 
Now, now you better wait until after spring break. So come down in May. John, I really, I really don't care when it is. It'll probably be after. It'll probably be in May because that's about when this is supposed to be done. But I don't care if all I'm doing is sitting my butt on a stool at uh, uh, where at uh, at a holly. I mean, in a I can't even think at Animal Kingdom we were talking about. about Rose and Crown would be fine, but. Outside at the Nomad Lounge over to Tusker, any any of those areas, just sit my butt down and have a beer with you and whoever else. We can get Judith and Tommy or any of our other friends there. Uh, maybe we get Lucky Robbie be flying in from California. I just want to hang out and have some drinks and maybe head just go to the paddlefish with you guys again. I, it's all. I just want to be there. I to be honest with you, next time I come down, if I don't get on Guardians of the Galaxy or Tron, I really don't give a crap. I just want to be in the parks, John. Yeah, yeah. Well, you got to ride your train, so yeah, that's, the, well, that's the number one priority. Yeah, because it's like a new ride again. I definitely get on that, but you, you get my point. I just want to be there. I just want to hang out. I want to get some good food and have, uh, have some peace, love with my friends, John. You know, because I missed it. One of the best times of my life was us all hanging at, at a paddlefish that night and roaming around the parks. And the day we shared a bunch of stuff around Epcot's World Showcase. That's what I'm looking forward to. I don't know if we go back to Paddlefish if we'll have the evening's entertainment again that we had the last time, but, you know, we could try. No. So. My wife was just proud of me because I minded my P's and Q's. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, that woman was angry, wasn't she, John? Oh, she was upset. Yeah, again, who takes a, t- who takes a child to Paddlefish? I mean, like in the middle of the day like that. At a, like at that time, I just don't they act up it's gone you know we're up and out of yeah here. yeah i mean it, it was a it was a uh iffy decision on their behalf to take a young child that's gonna that's in a cranky mood to a place like battlefish and then it was ill behaved of the old guy to come to uh make a scene about it so it was just bad behavior all around if you ask me so. yeah well the you know you know how it gets john my <laughs> The older I'm getting, I admit I have less patience, dude. <laughs> if I had any to begin with, I'm not. I don't have any. Me and my wife were talking earlier. The older we're getting, we're like, "Oh, you like us? Or you do, or you, either you do or you don't." We ain't gonna change at this point, John. Yeah, I mean, honestly, Doug, the biggest uh, one of the biggest aggravations I have with my job is babysitting, not children, mm-hmm. adults. adults, yes, uh, yeah, yeah, because they know things they're not supposed to do a child's running a child's running it's a, you know a child's crying it, it is what it is he's a child she's a child but you're a grown adult you know not to walk through the bus loop you know yeah. not to cross in front of the moving bus you know you can't smoke there mm-hmm. but yet you do it and mm-hmm. then i see you and then i have to feel like i've got to go tell you to not do it and mm-hmm. you know you're not supposed to do it but you're making me act like that i mean why why oh, absolutely why can't you just follow the rules why can't you just follow the rules oh, absolutely just like the job i'm running down the shore like i run the, i'm running the, the tapers the drywall and and we got idiots smoking in the stairwells you're not supposed to smoke in the building and then i walk by them and they look at me like from other because uh, the other trades aren't my responsibility like if i catch my guy they're gone you understand what i'm saying because we yeah. we've We've told them you can't. It, it, we're told from we got the information from the MGM management and the guy running the hotel that you you can't smoke. And then I see these other crew. Like, how are you sitting in the stairwell smoking, dude? It's just wrong. 
I mean, I, but they don't care. Or the worst thing is, is we got all these working bathrooms that they're letting us use and they can't flush a toilet, John. I don't understand how a grown-ass adult can't flush a toilet. I, I, that I flushes. Oh. Before I before I headed out to my car, I went into one of the stalls to take care of some business on the way home. And somebody had just left it. They left their clothes hangers hanging on the side of the thing. They left their Powerade bottle uh, sitting in the middle of the of the toilet paper. It's like you don't clean. Do you do this at home? Yeah. I mean, no, did they your don't. Parents not teach you how to clean up after yourself. I mean, yeah, I have guys that they'll sit there and they'll put their feet on the wall in the job site and leave boot prints on the walls that I'm doing and. And I'll say, can I take you home and allow you to do that in front of your wife? And let me see how long you last. John, have you ever put your foot on the wall in your own house? <laughs> Seriously, have you no. ever stood there talking to Lisa with a beer in your hand and prop your foot on the wall? No, I mean, who does that? <laughs> yeah. Who does that? What animal does that? And then when I say something to him, I'm the bad guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, it's just, I don't get people. I don't. And, uh, again... It's sad, 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 John. But no, happy, happy, happy was it was my beautiful better half's birthday this week. So we went out and celebrated her birthday. We had a really good time. So it was Brenda's birthday, and you were a little, you were a couple ages too old. You called her up, wished her a happy thirty-fifth birthday, John. I think you, uh, you know, she's only thirty-one. I guess I should, I should, I should have shot for twenty-eight, right? Yeah, yeah. All right. I think she's thirty-five forever, John. Yeah, locked in there somewhere. Yeah, it's a, it's sad though. She looks thirty five. I look sixty five. It's, it's sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, Lisa's Lisa's uh, aging very well too. And I'm I look I look like I've been about seventy for about I think thirty five years now. So yeah. at least I'm <laughs> consistent, you know. Yes, I mean, yes, hey. yeah, you, you don't look at eight. You don't look a day over seventy, John. <laughs> I gotta tell you, for the last thirty years, yeah. you know. So. Yeah, but we went out. Uh, we had a nice birthday cake and all here. We took her out to the Bonefish. She wanted to go to the Bonefish because we haven't been there in a while. We had a really good meal. And they have these new, uh, you know they had the Bang Bang Shrimp there? Uh-huh. Now they have Bang Bang Crab Fries, John. Ooh. They were really, really good, dude. We whooped that whole big plate of Big Bang Crab Fries, the four of us. So, actually three of us, because Mom couldn't have them because of crab meat. And I felt bad after we ordered it, but then she ended up getting fish and chips, so she can only eat so many french fries, if you know what I'm saying. But we had yeah. a really good meal. I had the uh, the red snapper, or um, I'm sorry, the Chilean sea bass I had, John. There you go. That there was delicious, nice dude. That is. Yeah, uh, Brenda had the mahi-mahi and shrimp, and Donna had the salmon, and... Mom had the fish and chips, and we ate very well, John. It was a good, good really good meal. Real good meal. And that's where we talk about uh, Disney prices, like on meals. That's why I really don't complain. I mean, it was 170 bucks for the four of us yesterday, John. Yeah, there's no place that's a, uh, no, a deal. No, and it's fine. So that's why I don't really complain about the food at the parks. I complain about everything else but the food. <laughs> you got to have something that you let slide, right? Yes. The food I don't really think is out of hand. Now, water and stuff like that is, you know, the water price of water bottles. I mean, the thing is that cracks me up is they want to save the world. They won't give us bags, but they'll sell water bottles, plastic. How many of them, where are they going, John? They're recyclable, aren't they? Well, yeah, they are. Yeah, they are? They're really yeah. not. 
As far as I can tell, we put them in recycling bins. Yeah, you yeah. do, but they end up going. I have never seen these bottles are recycled when I get them back. No, not that's reuse. Re, uh, believe me, I worked at Animal Kingdom. I know reuse, recycle. Yeah, you know the difference. Uh oh, Johnny, like, went, you went into the abyss real quick, and it was good because you were yelling at me. <laughs> but what were you saying I, again? No. Uh, the ones that they sell there are the um, Aquafina ones or yeah. whatever. They're not actually reused again, but they are recycled in some way. I don't know what they do with them. But, yeah, there's there's the blue bins at Disney. You put the recyclable plastics in. Then that, that trash is sorted there, and then it's sorted again. It's sorted like three or four times before it actually goes to the landfill. And they take all the plastics out. They do something with them. So mm. I hope they uh, recycle Reuse them, replenish, recycle something with them. So, anyway. Yeah, it's just, I know all the Coca-Cola, Pepsi bottles, and all that other stuff are not being, they're, they're, they're no, a bag isn't any harder to recycle than a bottle, I don't think. I don't understand what the difference is. It's all plastic. That's my argument. Plastic is plastic is plastic. I mean, is an aluminum foil hard, easier to recycle than aluminum siding? I don't know, John. It's all aluminum, though, isn't it? I don't know. When I used to, I used to recycle cans. I used to take them to the scrapyard and get uh, what thirty-three cents a pound or something for them. It was worthless, but I did it anyway. But uh, they'd never take aluminum foil. So there's something they can do with aluminum cans that mm -hmm. they can't do with aluminum foil. So yeah, well, I'm just saying. You get what I mean? Aluminum right. cans or aluminum siding? What's the difference? Well, anyhow, anyhow, but we had a good time, and it was my beautiful baby's birthday this week, so happy birthday, Bren. Uh, nice. Happy birthday. And on her birthday, The Mandalorian got launched. Did you watch the new one yet? I did indeed. It was pretty good. I enjoyed The Mandalorian. Not only did I watch The Mandalorian, but I finished uh, Andor. Okay, so, how did that end? Because I haven't finished it yet. It actually got the last three or four episodes are very good okay they got very interesting it was really slow in the middle it, i really log loaded down there but it got really good at the end okay so. good i'm looking forward to finishing that but i really liked the mandalorian i enjoyed that you know yep. uh, yeah giant alligator creature yeah i just don't understand why they didn't go in what? <laughs> Why don't they just go in the cave or run away from it? Like, the, I mean, no, oh, no, you got a standard fight. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. I mean, like, what was the what was the purpose of letting all the Mandalorians die there? That's the only thing in the movie that made no sense to me. Like, what what did they do with it after they killed it? Eat it. No, I don't. They didn't eat nothing of that. <laughs> I'm just saying, they all stood there. They could have gone and flew away. They, I mean, and hid in the cave. Like, why did they have to? Try to fight that damn thing. I that mean that oh. that was just in there yeah, for was, entertainment. It was, is good, all. it was good camera work. Yeah, what that's what that was all. That was what that was for entertainment purposes. But that was about it. I I don't know, but I enjoyed. it. I liked the Mandalorian and and what's your feelings on uh? And I agree with it because there's been mixed feelings on. Did you hear the announcements of all the like the new, another Toy Story, another Frozen, and. They, I was reading an article over the past, like the first 50 years of Disney or whatever it was, uh, Walt's errors, the first five decades, he never did a sequel. And in the last 20, 25 years, I, more movies have been sequels or animated ver or live action of the animation film. It's like 
they're doing so so much less original stuff and it's constant sequels like how many times can you put an ending on toy story john you understand what i'm saying like they keep it's supposed to be the end and then they reinvent the end it can't keep being that good do you agree with what i'm saying yeah 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 you're wearing the story out and and i mean doug if you think about it for the longest time what's even even after wall passed and stuff like that and they started making sequels in the seven or probably the 80s they all went straight to vhs um so they had like cinderella part two and they had even up to like lion king it was one and a half and lion king two but they went straight to uh vhs and then dvd copies they were never released into the theaters because that was a big deal you know disney never released a sequel but then I think it was the success of like Toy Story, mm-hmm. and so Toy Story two that that almost had to be released in theaters, and that broke the uh, that broke the uh, mold. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and then so Cars two, Cars yeah, three, yeah. Uh, Frozen, Monsters two. Yeah, yeah, I know a lot of people think this is wrong, but compared to Frozen one, Frozen two sucked. Yeah, yeah, that's, I haven't even watched it. Um, that's what Lisa told me, so I was like, ah, I don't even care to watch it. So I mean, I watched it because, you know, I'm a Disney nut, and I liked the first one. Me and the girls watched it, and it, it, like, not one song grabbed me at all. Like, the first one, every single song, I'm singing and dancing. I'm, like, in the theater hopping. I mean, I'm into it. Now, number two is like, oh, my God, this should be over Number soon. two. This should be over. <laughs> yeah, well, very good. But I'm pumped. But I'm pumped. But yeah, it wasn't that good, John. I mean, it wasn't horrible. I wouldn't say I felt like I wasted an hour and a half of watching it, but it wasn't that good. But And like the last Toy Story, I mean, you know how much, and I know I'm being redundant here, but you guys all know how much I love Toy Story. I mean, that's my favorite uh, Pixar and Disney film. I mean, we've talked about that. And this and the original Lion King. And I I, I, I I liked it because I liked the characters, but I hated the whole... I, I didn't enjoy it. It wasn't that great. Do you agree with me on that, the last one? It was It was okay. I mean, it was still a good movie, just compared to 1, 2, and 3. It wasn't in there. And 4. I mean, and th- I mean, 1, 2, and 3. Now 4 yeah. wasn't that good. What's 5 going to be? I don't know. I don't know. I, I really don't. But, I mean, honestly, Doug, if you think... If you take Encanto out of the, out of the picture, okay? What have they released from Pixar or Disney Studios in the last five years since Frozen, that's that's good. I don't think anything. The last really great movie I liked was Moana. So I don't know when that was. Was that was that before Frozen or after Frozen? I can't remember. I think it was after Frozen. Okay. So Moana and then and then Encanto. Yeah. I mean I like I really enjoyed Encanto and that's because again the music the the music really set that to a, a different level. I, the story was a little weak, if you ask me, but I liked the characters and I liked the, uh, I liked the music, so it was worth watching. But I mean, if you think about like Onward and the uh, uh, Turning Red and, and Inside and, Out, and they're supposed to be making it, another one of that. that. That first one sucked, in my opinion. I think, and I mean, it was like well, psychedelic. It would do bong yeah, bongo, and, bong bong bong, yeah. <laughs> and he drove me nuts, dude. So I mean, I don't know if any of those have been all that good i mean i i guess they're okay but there there's nothing to the level of of moana or encanto or, or certainly not lion king beauty and the beast you know i mean so, yeah. no i don't know john i just was I, I just and then all the live action stuff so okay so toy story 4 plus uh buzz lightyear plus lightyear's not enough you got to do five 
And Lightyear, I couldn't even get through that, dude. It, it, it made no sense to me. Did you watch yeah, Lightyear? That, no, that one didn't do very well either. So, yeah, yeah. And that one that they just released, what, that Strange World, that's out on DVD in Walmart mm -hmm. already. So, I mean, that's that one literally came out, what, two months ago? So three months ago. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I haven't seen that yet. I, I don't know. I just, I don't get it. I mean, it seems like, I don't know. It seems like since Lasseter left Pixar, it ain't been as good either. Do you agree with me on that? Yeah, yeah, it's all all together, both of them. I mean, I, 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 I stuff's been mediocre. You know, entertaining, but not, not to the level that we're used to. Yeah, there hasn't been the one thing that jumped out. I mean, I don't know. I'm just... Everything. Like, Aladdin had to become a live action. Like, everything... Well, like, every... if Again, like I said, if it isn't another animation, now it has to be a live action sequ uh, uh, film made of it. It's like... All they want to do is just keep retreading stuff to print money. It doesn't seem like they want to do anything to be creative anymore. Do you disagree well, with me on that? Yeah, well, to to jump on the other side of the of the coin really quick, I am very excited for the Haunted Mansion coming out this summer. Uh, well, if they don't get, and I am too, but if they don't get this right, can they quit? <laughs> I agree. I agree. You tried Tower of Terror, it didn't work. You tried Haunted Mansion with Eddie Murphy, it didn't work. So, yeah, let, uh, and Jungle Cruise was okay. It wasn't great. So, yeah, if, if this one, I mean... I know you hate them. I know you hate them, Doug, but Pirates was a huge hit for them. So, uh, yeah, and uh, then they had to even wear that out. Two, three, four, five, seven, yeah, 12, yeah. 15. Uh, Pirates of Caribbean 22. <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, it, it's like yeah. everything. They just got to beat it until they get every last penny uh, out of you. Can you say Vinylmation and pins? Yes, everything uh, they yeah. do, it's like it's all about five. I mean, Mermaid 2, Tarzan, I mean, all these things. Like, I'm going through the list here. I just popped it up. It's like everything. I put Disney uh, animation sequels, and almost every film has a sequel now. Yeah. Jungle Book 2. I mean, they none of these things Walt wanted to make sequels of. And then all of a sudden, now they, they can't help themselves. You know. I don't know. I just, I just want them to. There's enough going on in the world that they can make an original. Wouldn't you think, John? I would think so, but. I mean, even if they wanted to do like a Toy Story, like know how a lot of shows will have a breakout character and do something else with it. I, I mean, maybe maybe you put Daisy or something or but or, or one of the extra characters and make a, something out of toys with them, or maybe another toy. Well, instead of Woody and Buzz, maybe you come up with two other characters. Would that make sense to you, John? Yeah, actually, Doug, one of the movies I enjoyed the most was something straight to Disney Plus, which was the uh, uh, Rescue uh, Chippendales Rescue Rangers live action they did. So yeah, <laughs> I, I really enjoyed that. But yeah, I mean, what you're saying though, they tried Buzz, it didn't work. So I don't, I don't know. Yeah, but I, I don't, don't think, but I, I honestly don't think Buzz worked because of idiots like me that wanted only Tim Allen. I think that had a lot to do with it. And I think the other thing that didn't work about it is it was all Kamash. It, it didn't make sense with... It didn't relate to me to the the, the background that they gave me about the buzz in the, in the, in the animation series. He was totally different. He wasn't the same buzz. Am I wrong? Yeah. 
No, no, I, I, I didn't see it, but I, I can tell that it's not the same type of character, and that's that's what you're looking for. Yes. I mean, uh, some kind of... Uh, a space ranger uh, hero. Yeah, uh, a cocky goober... Yes. Goober, the test pilot type guy, you know, Tom Cruise yes. type of uh, character, so... Yeah, right. yeah, I, I mean, so, I mean, I think if they did something else... Dude, I think it would be funny if they did the whole Potato Head family. Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head, maybe show their life. A day in the life go. of something like that. I mean, watch their butt, watch them come home and take all their parts off. I don't know, but something, you know, or I, I don't know, but or the the where Woody came from before he got with what you call it, like a Western. I don't. I'm just trying to think outside the box, but it doesn't mean like they're gonna do number five where they get trapped again and trying to get their way home. I mean, <laughs> we've seen this already. Am I wrong? Yeah, yeah. Finding Nemo, Finding Dory sucked compared to Finding Nemo, and I liked Ellen DeGeneres. You know, I liked Ellen's Adventure. Am I wrong? Yeah. Did you yeah. think Finding Dory? I didn't see Dory, that one either. Find it, yeah, I didn't well, see there it. you go, because it, it didn't even draw you enough to see it. But Finding Dory was nowhere near as good as Finding Nemo. So I mean, I I don't know. I just like what the Mandalorian is so damn good because they didn't make a Star Wars seventy two out of it. No, no, and I think that's why uh, the Star Wars stuff is having success because they're taking these uh, smaller characters and they're building entire shows just around them, like the Mandalorian, just uh, like Boba Fett. Uh, uh, obviously, I, um, uh, Obi Wan was pretty good, so all that stuff has been pretty good. So. Yeah, I liked Obi Wan a lot. I mean, that was probably that was right there with the Mandalorian for me. They were like one and one A. Then Boba Fett was pretty good. Boba Fett was kind of like. And or there was a little slowness to it, you know, but it was still good because I enjoyed it, and, and it brought out other characters, and I and now it, and it was cool because Boba Fett had that younger street gang that they're trying to. I don't know if I liked them all, but I I liked that they're trying to go in a different direction. Am I wrong? Yeah, yeah, and and some of the Marvel stuff they've done on Disney Plus has been very good. You know the uh, uh, Hawkeye stuff. Uh, some of it's been mediocre, but some of it's been very good. I I didn't care for the. Uh, uh, Blair Witch Project or <laughs> whatever no, that was. And, and, <laughs> yeah, and I'll, vision, no, but. me neither. And I'll even I'll even a little bit of excuse them for the Marvel stuff, like the because all those Marvel movies they actually get better because they have a different. And we've all read comic books as kids. We know Superman has a thousand adventures. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and, and I'm okay with the okay Disney make your money off of. A Black Widow '77. I'm okay with that, but your animation was what was special to us. Your uh, create these characters, like make something for us. I, I mean, dude, did they believe they can't do nothing with Mickey or Minnie? Wouldn't, wouldn't an animated like, like, has there ever been like a, a full length movie on Mickey and Minnie? No, I don't think so. Actually, they have the little shorts uh, now and then. Back in the day, I, I don't even know. I don't even. Things like Steamboat Willie and all those were, were ever full length, were they? No, no. I don't know. I'd like to see the father from Carousel of Progress. Maybe make a Ward Cleaver show out of him. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, stretch it out through don't the worry, years. Don't worry, honey, they're friends. <laughs> yes, exactly. But do something original, man. I mean, I, I'm tired of the... And I, nobody's a bigger Toy Story fan than me, and we know this, but I, I don't really want another. I'm going to see it because... I'm going to have to, and they know that. So that's where the the greed of them is, because they know all of us idiots will pay for that. <laughs> Am I wrong? Uh, you're probably right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
But I don't know. I don't. I don't see it breaking records, John. Do you? Because after four, I don't see it having the. I don't know. My last prediction was that uh, Avatar Two was going to flop, and I was way wrong with that. So I, I, I guess I'm done making movie predictions. Yeah, so. well, I'll make one on that because I, I don't know. I haven't seen Avatar Two. I have no interest in seeing that at all, dude. I mean, oh, I don't either. But it certainly didn't flop. So. No, if, all kidding aside, I think it's a beautiful land at, at Animal Kingdom. But it would be the one land in all of Disney World if it closed down now that uh, that Dino Land is going. That would bother me in the least. Just keep my Tiffins open, my restaurant there, and my Nomad Lounge, and I'm good. I, I mean, I think the I think the land is beautiful, and I love the ride, but it has no sentimentality to me because, no. uh, yeah, I, they could bulldoze it tomorrow, and I'd be fine with it if they were telling me they were making something else. Yeah, well, if they turned it into Australia, I'd be the happiest man on the planet. So. Yes. Uh, Walt Disney Mirrors, imagine Walt Disney Imagineers takes the wrap wraps off a of Tron's like light cycle run post show. So they're moving forward and more and more forward with Tron. So I mean, you did like it though. That was a positive, John. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, I I much prefer um, Guardians of the Galaxy. It's got a better story to it and a better. Uh, Better queue, more entertainment, but uh, uh, and the coaster is unique and different. So, but yeah, Tron's an awful lot of fun and an incredibly smooth coaster. That's for sure. So. It said Tron Light Cycle will officially open on April fourth, with annual pass holders preview beginning this weekend. They're saying annual pass holders, unlike you, John, they only get one ride. Ha <laughs> ha. Mm-hmm. Aren't I special? Yeah, but I don't need a race. I got a ride Tron. Yeah, well, of course you did. <laughs> it's amazing, John. I, I think you they should have made you pay 20 bucks a ride, John. I'm so kind of surprised they didn't, though. Yeah, me too. Uh, it said Imagineers just installed Team Green's light cycle and are finishing up installation of the collection of graphics throughout the space, which is presented by Enterprise Car Rental. Uh, That's what we were trying to figure out when we were leaving the ride. Of all the technology companies out there, Enterprise is the one that's sponsoring Tron. What do you think something, either a motorcycle company like Kawasaki or you know, one of those, or um, somebody like Apple or IBM would be sponsoring this, but no, it's Enterprise Rental Car. Huh? All right. Uh, well. Or Tesla, but they probably won't want to deal with that. But yeah, electric yeah. cars would be more of a... So, I mean, and we want to go green, but we're going to use a car rental company Gasoline. that burns a gazillion <laughs> gallons of gas a year. Which, I'm an enterprise member. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a pl I'm a member because of all the rentals I've done with them over the years. So. And that's the one I always use. So I'm not hating it, but it just makes so sense. We're going green, and we're going to use enterprise as a sponsor. And... And Ziploc bags over on, you know, <laughs> I mean, the hypocrisy. That, that's, our, that's our whole country in a nutshell right now, the hypocrisy, John. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. But anyhow, you're right. I, I would have seen uh, anything, anything but that. Like, uh, how, you know, IBM, anything, <laughs> you know, that, that does technology like that and has an yep. internet base. Isn't Tron supposed to be through the... Uh, computer and all that stuff yeah yeah so yeah. i mean makes no sense to me dell what about dell something like that 
What about AOL? Yeah. American Online. <laughs> Anything. I, maybe, like you maybe, said. Maybe if you would have got to the to the preload area, it would have been the dial up from the 90s. Yeah. But like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyway. I tell my son that. I tell my son that. He has no idea what in the world I'm talking about. He, didn't, he never had to deal with that. No. Uh, but, but all kidding aside, Apple would have been perfect. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, if Enterprise was going to sponsor something, you'd think it would be like the Tomorrowland Speedway, where oh, yeah. you're actually renting a car. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. Or a test track. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. Uh, did you see this, John? The Mandalorian and Grogu have a meet and greet now at Hollywood Studios. Uh, that is on the maybe attempt uh, to do on Thursday. Uh, so I want to get the uh, meet and greet with Chip and Dale, the Rescue Rangers, and I want, I'd like to see uh, Mandalorian and Grogu. I don't know if I'll be able to do it, but I'm going to try. Baby Yoda's so cute, dude. There's pictures of him. He's in a little pouch with uh, the Mandalorian. Uh, yep. he's, he's so adorable. My wife walks in, looks at him, and then leaves because she can't stand the show. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, she's not a Star Wars fan, dude. Uh, if she had the choice to probably watch every Star Wars from front to back or go into work, she would go into work. <laughs> uh, I truly believe that. Uh, only three dates remain available for Disney's After Hours at the Magic Kingdom as more nights sell out. Now, that 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 person, that friend of our other person I was telling you about that was down there, right? They did the After Hours the one night. And this is the bragging, John. We didn't wait longer than 25 minutes for any ride. So 25 minutes is the standard now, John. So if it's three hours and you're up to 25 minutes, how many rides are you actually getting on for all that coin? Or the average she waited was like 25 minutes per It was only like 20, 25 minutes per ride is what we waited. So if you're there well, for a couple hours, what are you going to get in? Five rides at the most? They paid for Genie Plus and all that? Yeah, it was after hour, the After Hours event. Oh, the After Hours thing, okay. Yeah, you yeah. get what I'm saying? So, yeah. as long as we waited on average, it was, uh, the, the words were, on average our wait, not the longest we waited, on average our wait was only like 20 to 25 minutes. So, you pay all this money, they're letting this many people in now, uh, and it's over a hundred and some dollars. So literally, I think it's what a three-hour event, John, nine to midnight or something like that. Yeah, it's not very long. Yeah. Okay, so it's what at the most you're gonna get six rides in for a hundred plus dollars? That don't sound worth it to me, does it, you? Uh, no, that's why I don't do it. But it's crazy, dude. We got people believing that. A half hour wait and a 25 minute wait is a good thing now. <laughs> I mean, uh, actor behind the recent re theme of Rock and Roller Coaster rumors admit he has no idea what they are changing it into. Uh oh. My dog heard some. Uh oh. I heard him. You heard him get up? Hold I on heard, one second. I heard now. the, the tone is clicking. Yeah, I got a little mouth. Go ahead, buddy. You want to see what's going on? Oh, now I open the door and he just stands there. Now he turns around and sits back down. He's knucklehead. Uh, Indecisive. Tickets go on sale for additional Disney After Hours dates starting May 3rd at Disney Hollywood Studios and June 1st at Epcot. So, 
I don't know, and what are they going to be? Tickets are now on sale for the recently added Disney After Hours, May 3rd and June 1st. Uh, DVC members can purchase with a th an annual pass. Holders can get a $30 discount. Okay, uh, sold out, sold out, sold out. Wednesday, April 5th, John. What do you think April 5th is for the day? Wednesday, April 5th. That's right in the, in, yeah, that's in the middle of spring break. So I'm going to go $129.95. $149, John. Well. For well. some reason, Wednesday, April 19th is $145. And then May 3rd, May 17th, May 24th, 31st, June 7th, 14th, 21 and 28 are all $149 again. So, I, I don't know. Do you think uh, three hours is worth 150 bucks, John? No, but apparently enough people do. Again, as that nice lady called up and wrote in and said, Paul's an idiot, everybody who pays this to me is an idiot. And they're just getting away with it. I mean, Disney's the smart ones now. They just bleed us dry and they don't care. But yeah, I, I could not see going in, me and brother. I'm not going in without my wife, so I couldn't see dropping three bills to go 9 to 12. Could you, John? No, I don't think so. No, and I know you get in, and it's even worse that you do get in around 7 or 8 o'clock. You don't get to go on the rides, but you get to get to eat and get in my way for a couple hours. So, my dog just keeps barreling in and out. Brenda's playing Carlton the doorman. Uh, but I don't... I it, What do you think they're going to change Rock and Roller Coaster to, John? Uh, her queen. But that's uh, BS, I think. But I heard it nonetheless. So. <laughs> to the music from the band Queen. Uh, the sources of the recent rumor was actor Ken Marino, who played the role of the sound technician in the original 90s pre-show of Rock and Roller Coaster starring Aerosmith. Keen appears the recent episode of Office Hours Live on YouTube and said that Aerosmith was to be replaced by Queen. I mean, okay, and and I'm just saying this, uh, and I don't, I'm not trying to cause controversy, but I don't think Queen was any less more uh, demonstrative than Aerosmith. I'm sure there's plenty of things that Queen is. You understand what I'm saying, John? From everything I've read and. Do you think they would go with something maybe a little bit more where there can't be anything to derail this again? Because the rumors are that because something Steven Tyler did back in the 80s or 90s is the reason why he's being removed from this. I, I guess. I don't, I don't. I have no idea. But, I mean, any rock band you take from the exactly. 70s, 80s, Doug, uh, you could take probably Striper. Yeah. The uh, Christian rock band, and I'm sure you're going to find something exactly. in there. Skeleton. There's some kind of skeleton in their closet. I mean, so how uh, about we just maybe, leave... maybe if you did maybe if you did uh, New Kids on the Block, but I, even then, no, I'm no, dude, sure they they be they've been around the block, dude. Plenty. Of, <laughs> come on, I'm sure so, there's plenty I of mean... allegedly. Uh, there's many of things in the closet to those boys. Uh, look at the whole Britney Spears. I'm. Uh, um, I'm, I'm pure, in, you know, and then all that comes out. So I don't need, there's not a person on the planet that I, I don't think that is in rock and roll that they don't try. Even if it ain't even true, they'll dig it up, John, in this day and age. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And all you have to do is put something on Facebook and everybody believes it. Yes, so, exactly. Okay. I mean, I, I watched the Chris Rock special yesterday and he goes, 
everybody is a, a, a victim. And he goes, the problem is everybody's a victim, so the real victims now can't be victims. <laughs> and it's true. Everybody blanks and moans about everything, John. But seriously, yeah. I mean, they should just turn it into a rock and roller coaster and just use just maybe songs from every John, everybody. They would. I'm pretty sure they would, but Universal's already got that called Rip Ride Rocket, and that's exactly what it is. You get to pick the music that you want to listen to, and it pops on there. So, yeah. So I I, I don't know where they go with this. How about they just make it roller coaster without the rock? <laughs> How about country coaster, John? <laughs> get some, I don't know. Yeah. Don't put Hank Williams Jr. in there. So. <laughs> yeah. Any again, again, we can never end. Yeah. Anybody, anybody. Yeah. Anybody, yeah. yeah. So. so, but uh, but uh, yeah, he was uh, Chris Rock was funny the other night. Me, I mean, uh, me and Brenda watched it. I forgot that came out. I wanted to watch that. I'm going to have to watch it tomorrow if I get a nice break. Yeah, so. it was pretty funny. But What about Garth Brooks? I, I can handle Garth Brooks on there. I'll be all right with well, that. Well, he cheated on his wife with Trisha Yearwood, so that's controversy, John. You know, you got to be all squeaky right, clean. Right. Uh, 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 crap. Well, shot down again. I don't know this. Maybe Tim McGraw. Him Randy and Faith Travis. Hill been together forever. There you go. Yeah. They could do it after uh, 1863. Yeah, country <laughs> coaster, absolutely. Dude, that eight, 1923 was incredible. Is, really, it over, is it that season over now? Yeah, it's that eighth episode was the last one. I really enjoyed it, dude. I want more. It's my favorite show uh, on, on all of TV and streaming now. I thought they were. I thought they were going to get at least Spencer back home yet, but I yeah, guess not, me so. too. And did you see what, the last what episode? Epi what an epic adventure! Yeah, what an epic adventure to get just get back to the house. Uh, <laughs> absolutely. Know, like, <laughs> like just him getting back is a movie, you know. So that yeah, was incredible. I just can't wait for him to get back and kick some Irish butt or yeah, Scottish butt, whatever those people are. Uh, what else do we have here, Johnny? I don't know. I don't know what else I, we have I, here. Just to hit back to 1923 again, Doug, really, really quick. It's interesting to see uh, Harrison Ford, who's Indiana Jones from the 80s, uh, set up against Pierce Brosnan, who's 007 from the 90s. So mm -hmm. <laughs> I like that. So it's pretty cool. So. And I will say, I never liked Timothy Dalton. Or ain't that Timothy Dalton, isn't it? No, is it Timothy Dalton or Pierce Brosnan? I think I it's Timothy Dalton because I like. Okay, maybe you I'm might not. be right. I'll look I it up. Know. I gotta look that up because. All right. I I didn't like I didn't really like Timothy Dalton as the as the double uh, double O seven. Did you? No, Roger Moore. Roger Moore is my double O seven. That's the one I watched when I was uh, probably twelve to about eighteen. To... Hold on, I'm looking this up now. So All see right. Who's right, me or you? Because I didn't mind Pierce in a double O seven, even though I like Roger Moore was the best. Roger Moore was good. Sean Connery was great. I didn't. I, I don't. I don't know if I like Daniel Craig a whole lot because he he seems too uh, uh, moody. He's too Jon Snow for me. Yeah, he Very, is uh, moody. I do kind of. Yeah. He's probably. He's. I don't hate him. Timothy Dalton was the one I couldn't stand, dude. And that is Timothy Dalton in, in 1923. Okay. Uh, yeah. Because I didn't mind Pierce Bronson. Dude, you're getting on my last nerve, friends. What do you want to do here, dude? 
Man, decisions, decisions. Yeah, he keeps wanting to go in and out. It's annoying. And Brendan keeps closing the door because I'm talking loud, believe it or not. But huh. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, but I I didn't mind. Pierce Bronson, I didn't think was too bad. But know what I used to like? Did you ever watch uh, the other one, Max Helms, with uh, with What's-His-Face? Uh, oh, what the hell was his name? The the old Croner. I can't think of his name right now. Uh, it was saying with Frank Sinatra. Dean Martin. Do you remember oh. uh, Max Helm? No. No. He right, played an agent. Yeah, I heard about it. Yeah, no. he played a secret agent. I actually like that as much as I, I love them. I love the I love the uh, Dean Martin Max Holmes movie movies. So if you get a chance, look them up and watch them, John. I think you'll enjoy okay. them because they are a lot like 007. So, it was really good. Uh, new Circus Olay stuff coming to Disney Springs, John. Three new additions have joined Circus Del Sol at Disney's. Uh, drawn to life show in Disney Springs, including all new acrobatic act, aerial artist, and flying guitarist. John, they got flying Eddie Van Halen. <laughs> well, I don't know. Did you see the Motley Crue concert where uh, uh, Tommy Lee went flying across with the flying one, drums? So. Yeah, that was awesome, dude. You want to know something nuts? I'm actually listening right now to the audiobook of the Motley Crue, it's written by. <laughs> It's a 14-hour book, which is very good, and they were out of their flipping minds, man. I couldn't now, now, now that's now that's a rock band. I'm gonna tell you right now, not to put anywhere near the rock and roll. Oh, never happened, dude. <laughs> it would burn. It would burn. <laughs> I mean, it was crazy, dude. You listen to the story, and the crazy part of the good part about this story is, it's being told by six different people. So the truth lies somewhere in, you know, but it's funny how oh, they yeah. all talk differently about different things that went on. Like it's it's from Vince Neil, Tommy Lee, uh uh what you call it? Uh who's he? Nikki Six, Mars, and both their uh, two of their producers, John. So six of them and their and their uh what you call it, the guys that their tour but their tour coordinators and all their their yeah, you know, yeah. it's told by all six of them, John. And when you listen to the six stories come from different angles of how they all tell it and remember it, it's it's very it's a really good book. But they were out of their flipping minds, dude. Well, I'd be I'd be amazed that some of them can even remember some of the stories. So. Yeah, the stuff they did, John. I mean, they, I mean, Nikki Six killed somebody in a car accident. And he didn't even go to jail. He got eight days in jail, dude. It, it's nuts. But, yeah, they could never make Rock and Roller Coaster out of Motley Crue <laughs> at all. I mean, Bon Jovi might work. Nothing really came out about yeah. him yet. Dude, John yeah, Bon Jovi, I would go for that. He's been a family man all these years. He's still with his wife. I haven't heard anything. I mean, Richie Sambor has had his alcohol deals, but I haven't heard any, you know, anything else out of that. So, maybe and Bon got Jovi. Nice New Jersey, nice New Jersey connection. Yes. You know, there's a lot of Jersey fans that are... A lot of Jersey people are Disney fans. So. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I could see uh, that too. Uh, and he's definitely got some songs that would work in there really well. Oh, so. Dude, that was my childhood. Bon Jovi, my formative years, if you get what I'm saying. Did a lot of cruising yeah. and boozing to Bon Jovi. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> yeah. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, what else we have here, Jonathan? Tickets go on sale for an additional after hours starting for Epcot. Uh, Epcot's on June 1st. It's another article. 
Typhoon Lagoon opens on March 19th. You're saying it's warm enough, it should be open now. Yeah, there's no refurb in it. I mean, those water parks, they have to shut down for several months to redo the slides and all that stuff. But they'll get that one open and both of them be open for spring break. And then I wouldn't be surprised that Blizzard Beach shuts down in May up until June or something like that. Then they'll both be open for the summer. So. Well, for annual pass holders, Disney has made bonus park pass reservations across all four Walt Disney World theme parks available March 7th through March 10th. So this week they've added a bunch of allotted uh, times that you could book to come. So that's good to hear, John. New dolls and yeah, wheels. Yeah, I'm going to get a little sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, John. I was just going to say I, I picked up a reservation for Animal Kingdom today on Thursday and had the problem so actually I think all four parks were open so that was nice to see that's awesome to see yeah at some point we won't have to do this at all that'd be nice no 100% dude I like the spontaneity John I mean like we just talked about to start the show how you said it was warm down there for this time of year like I get there, dude, what I plan sometimes in the beginning does not happen at the end. The only time I end up at a park is if I have a dining reservation for it. And there's even been times where when I get there and I meet up with you guys that I change them out myself because of uh, plans change. Or you don't yep. feel like something. You know, I might feel like a, a certain meal in March and I don't feel like the same meal in May on that day. <laughs> you know, I might exactly. be craving a steak on Tuesday when I get there. You, you know what I'm saying. A uh, new doll in wheelchair added to It's a Small World at Magic Kingdom. They did a good job. He's blowing a flute in his wheelchair, so. Uh, cha chaotic scenes in Star Wars Galaxy Edge at Walt Disney World as guests scrambled to see Mandalorian and Grogu. Oh, my God. They're, like, attacking them, dude, trying to get to them. Yeah, that's why I said I don't know if that'll happen for uh, me and Lisa, but we could walk by there and see if it's it's even likely, but doubtful. All the beautiful topiaries are out at the at Epcot's World Show. Well, in Epcot, period. But most of them are around the World. Flower Garden Festival. Yeah, I mean it. They got Canto, uh, uh, which and Canto, including Maribel, Antonio, Isabel, and Louisa at the main entrance. So. And they did a beautiful job, John. I mean, it, the characters look just like them. Nice. Yeah, they do a great job on their topiaries, dude. They're absolutely beautiful. So, the three caballeros near Mexico. They got Daisy and Donald near Connections Cafe. Uh, D Donald and Daisy, another picture. They got Buzz Lightyear by Mission Space, which he looks awesome, dude. Uh, what else do we have here, Johnny? Mickey, Minnie, and Pluto, Chip, and Dale all together. Hey, and they got my favorite, Timon and Puma. They did a great job with them. And the Lion King again. They got the uh, Lion King with the, uh, whatchamacallit, the baboon holding up uh, baby Simba. Or baby, you know, which is cool. They've had that a lot of years, that same one, haven't they? Rafiki, Doug. Rafiki. I couldn't think of his name, dude. Thank you for helping me out. I'm here reading. You're just driving. 
I'm doing all the work, turning the tone you know, levels. You I know, mean, that, that, whole, that whole place you let take the train Planet over Watch. to? Yes, uh-huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, I uh-huh. couldn't think of the name there, dude. Thank you. Used to drive a train out there every day, dude. <laughs> uh, Woody Bo Peep and her sheep. World, world nature near the land pavilion. But, I mean, and my favorite thing is... Uh, the flower, the floral they do, like, underneath the monorail there by the lake, by, uh, you know what I'm saying, by the lake area there, that little pond area that they yeah, do. Yeah, the, the two uh, basic little ponds on yeah, both sides the retention of the ponds, promenade. Call, yeah, 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 over yeah. by the land pavilion yeah. and the other. They're absolutely gorgeous the way they do the flowers there, dude. Yeah, that's a lot of annuals they put out there. I yeah. can guarantee you that. A lot of them. And then they got their, our, you know, figment. I mean, they use Figment a lot because they get a lot out of him. It's amazing how he's probably the least road ride, but the most popular collection piece, wouldn't we say, for the most part, John? Well, I guess because, you know, Doug, he's the only, if you think about the theme parks, he's the only, uh, Epcot's the only one that has its own character. Well, I guess maybe you could say uh, the Orange Bird kind of is Magic Kingdom's kind of mascot, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I mean, really, Figment is Epcot. So, you know, he's not sold anywhere else. I don't think there's a Figment thing to be found in Animal Kingdom or Hollywood Studios. So, mm-hmm. uh, he really is just Epcot. But yeah, you're right. I mean, uh, for the ride not being all that popular, they really, they really get, they milk him. So. <laughs> Absolutely. They got Lady and the Tramp, which I love, over by the Italy Pavilion. Uh, they got. Tinkerbell over the United Kingdom Pavilion, John, which is a very nice one. Judith will love to see that, John. There I think I even heard they did that for her. Didn't you put a good word in and say, we love Judith so, so much that they ought to put a tink over in uh, you got the United Kingdom for her? And Didn't you did. put the word in? Good job, John. Look at that power I have. TikTok at the United Kingdom Pavilion. They got uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, John. They got a lot of lot of topiaries this year, so they do a beautiful job with them. So, uh, I love uh, Eeyore too. They got Winnie the Pooh and friends, which he always has that those sad sack eyes, John. Yeah, Eeyore Eeyore is very depressed. Yeah, it's a shame. I like Eeyore. Uh, new menus and pricing for Chef Mickey's at the Contemporary, John. You interested in hearing this? Uh, actually, at least wanted to go there for breakfast at one time, so yeah, why not? Yeah, hold on. You hear the pots and pans, John? My wife's putting pots no. and pans away. Good. Chef Mickey's dinner menu and pricing. What do you think it is for adults, John? Sixty-four ninety-five. Oh, you went a little high, John. Sixty-two. And what do you think it is for ah! child three through nine? Forty-two. 39. You went high on both of them, dude. I missed both by $3. So, dude, listen. A family of four, two parents, and two children would only be uh, $200, John, needed. <laughs> Jeff Mickey's. It's not bad, is it? That's a bit steep. Bit steep. Yeah, actually, $202 plus tax. So, they got a. <sighs> I don't know what this is. Tomato and rosemary focaccia. F-O-C-A-C-C-I-A, John. What is that? Focaccia? Focaccia. Focaccia, okay. 
Seasonal inspired salad with ranch dressing. Oh my. Oh. Spring inspires me to have lettuce, tomato, and onion <laughs> with ranch dressing. Uh, carving station featuring chef selections. So they're basically telling me nothing on those two. Shrimp and grits, roast pork, plant based seasonal inspired dishes, house made macaroni and cheese. Vegetable stir-fry noodles, grilled roasted potatoes, classic favorites for children. So there's a lot of vagueness here, John, on this menu that we're told that we got. Uh, to okay. <laughs> what do you think the breakfast will cost you and Lisa if you two want to go? Uh, let's see. We were at 62 for dinner, so probably 49 Oh, you're a little low. 51 adults. So listen, dude, ah. used to it only going to cost you $102 to have some eggs. For breakfast. <laughs> For Jesus breakfast. Christmas, dude. I mean, I know I said earlier in the show. Plus I don't, tip, plus tax, plus yeah. registration. Yeah. And I, and I said I don't literally trash them for food, but... Uh, here, here, fifty-one dollars for breakfast. You got to be out of your cotton picking mind. I know you get to meet the characters, but I don't think thirty dollars a pop is worth meeting the characters. I don't think there's a breakfast really in the world that is worth more than twenty bucks, John. I mean, I know you got Bowman all is really good, and I get it, and I pay for that. But really, I don't really eat more than twenty dollars worth of food. I don't ever go back for multiple plates. Do you, John? Uh, if I eat a buffet, I eat a salad, and then I go back for uh, uh, a, a plate full, and then I get probably one more trip for something that I really like. Oh. So, yeah, I'm, I'm sure me and Lisa get more use out of a, a buffet than you guys do. Yeah, so. I mean, I might eat this, I might grab a salad and then meal, and then I might go back and grab a small dessert just to try it, so I feel like I'm trying to get my money out. But $51 for buttermilk biscuits and sausage gravy, waffles and French toast, Corned beef hash, charcuterie and cheese board with a, 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 a contrapments. It, it's moving. Selection of fruits, carved pit ham and beef brisket, eggs and frittatas, and classic favorites for children. So, I mean, myself, dude, if I'm paying $51, I also want just, I want some bacon, eggs, sausage. You know, you want a couple eggs over easy, John? Fifty-one dollars. I want some lobster. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, you know, I don't, I don't think there's anything on this menu. The, the, what you're getting is the characters, basically, because myself, I, I mean, buttermilk biscuits, waffles and French toast, corned beef. There's nothing on here that that has a that has eggs on it. I want some eggs and bacon, eggs and frittatas. It's saying, but carved ham, beef brisket, but no bacon, no no sausage. It's his sausage it's gravy, but... And I'm not a big... Uh, do you want a freaking beef brisket for breakfast? <laughs> I never in my life once <laughs> no, woke up... I want up, bacon. I want bacon. Yeah. I've never woke up and say, Brenda, you know what I could deal with? I want some beef brisket for breakfast, babe. Yeah, I mean, come on. I don't I don't, I don't. don't see the beef brisket for breakfast, John. Where's bacon? No. Uh Princess Tiana Topiary debuts at American Adventure at Epcot. She looks beautiful. Uh, I don't have much else, John. Where are you at? Oh, about the minutes from the house. Okay, so we're almost at that hour. I don't want people complaining we didn't give them a full show, John. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for the price of admission, you know what I'm saying? 
Absolutely. Looking for some older news. Reservation now open for the reopening of Nicosi's at the Grand Floridian Resort. I wonder if there's a menu for this because the food looks absolutely delish, John. Uh, yeah, I heard I heard somebody uh, coming back the other day after Narcootie's, and they really enjoyed it. So, but I don't know if you're spending 102 for breakfast. I can't imagine what you're spending in Narcootie's. I don't think that much more because there's not characters, John. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Here's the new menu. Read more about the new menu. Let me see. I'm trying to go down to it. Narcootie's. Narcosis at the Grand Floridian Resort and Spa will reopen on April 1st, 2023 with an enchanted interior design as well as a refreshed menu crafted by Chef Noah Estabrook and a pastry chef, Christine Farmer. The food looks incredible. View our menu. We're trying to view our menu. I oh, think Narcosis is... Uh, well, Citrus Citrico sounds really good too, but I think Narcosis is the one that I really would like to try at the Grand Floridian. Yeah, they, many moons ago, they were both good, if you follow me. But I haven't yeah, eaten well, in I a know, while. I know Victorian Alberts is not in our future, so... Not my future, anyway. So. No. They got a... Uh, like... I'm trying to view your menu here. Oh, this is another joint. Well, don't look at the other joint. I'm trying to look at this joint. Narcosi's guests favorite, like the planchetta sea scallops and the parmesan gnocchi and surf and turf features, tender, uh, filet mignon and butter poached lobster's tail remain on the menu for the new and returning guests. Now, I'm trying to bring up the menu here, John, real quick. So, give me... Be patient with me, John. Uh, sing a song for our guest, would you, John? I'm, I'm not a very good singer. So that, you know, i got to do even the singing on this show, John. It's well, heavy lifting over here. It's very heavy lifting over here, John. We count on you. Well, Walt Disney World. Where's our menus at, John? It's driving me Are nuts sure? here. It's not been updated yet. There's our dining menus. Now we're going to go to Narcozzi's if I can get to it, John. Old Key West. Where's the Grand Floridian? No. Um, oh, no. Uh, Old Key West is Olivia's, not. No. No, I'm, I'm going in alphabet. I'm reading them off because all the resorts are in alphabetical order. Uh, Narcozzi's dinner. Let's see what it says on here. Some of them, they said a lot of the stuff is the same. Uh, the flaming yawn, John, is $54. So you can get a, a buttery... <laughs> yeah. yeah, three more dollars I get a filet. Yeah, you get a buttery... but you, And you also get your sides, John. You're not going out of the cart. So you get buttery potato mash, roasted rainbow vegetables, and a red, white, and demi-glaze for $54. Well, hell. Yeah. They got a surf and turf with choice of blackened salmon or wild grilled shrimp. Uh, surf and turf with choice of blackened salmon or wild grilled with a six ounce sir sirloin for $52, John. Uh, you got grilled milk brine pork chops for $42, blackened salmon for $41. Uh, you got another one, surf and turf with choice of cold water, lobster tail, or pan seared scallops for $58. Shrimp and grits is $19. Mahi Mahi is $48 with potatoes. And then one of my favorites, shrimp scampi, is only $41 here, John. 
Actually, that doesn't sound too bad. Are you sure those are up-to-date menu prices? Well, this is this year's. <laughs> this is the last menu, so I mean. I'm gonna say that, that sounds a little. Uh, actually, sounds fairly decent. So. Yeah, they. It wasn't bad there to lay, when I went the last time either, John. It was on par with like uh, all the other like. Uh, uh, what you call it? brown derby you know what i'm saying yeah, la cellier you know yeah, it was in okay. that ballpark which i'm fine with that you know what i'm saying i mean i'd rather pay that for that like here you got the black and red fish from their cosies it's like on a bed of, i mean it really looks delicious that's one of the have you ever had a black and red fish no it sounds good though yeah it looks delicious uh they got a uh da, 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 da. i'm saying ah 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 a uh, ocean-inspired charcuterie board from Nicosi's. Uh What is this it Let me go here. I gotta read this. Well, Next, see, the ocean's. Price, I'm sorry. Go ahead. What were you I saying? I was gonna say at, at that price, Doug. I mean, that is almost probably what you close to what you spend at uh, Bonefish for your chili and sea bass, right? Absolutely. Uh, I so, my you know. my uh, yeah, it wasn't. It was a little less, but the chili and sea bass yeah. was forty bucks. There you go. So, no. and and you can give them ten, twelve dollars just for being where you're at. Yeah, I, I can well, I can accept that. I Not am, thirty or something, but no, you I know, am, ten, twelve dollars. Yeah, I can. I understand. have no complaints so. about that. I just can't. I just can't see spending fifty-one dollars for breakfast, John. When I could literally. Yeah, but, yeah. but Mickey came over and blessed my plate. Oh, there you go. So there you go. But here you go. You have the, the ocean-inspired charcuterie board is a fresh take on a classic feature: an ahi tuna pastrami, charred octopus, and a house-made sausage from the sea. I mean, it looks good. The charcuterie board looks beautiful. I would try it. Uh, moving on to the main course, the team has a source of sustainable seafood from both local waters and around the globe, including Chef Noah's signature dish, black and red fish. This is a meal served with crispy chorizo, uh, sunchoke hash, and hominy florida sweet corn and red pepper rioli so i mean it looks absolutely delicious john that sounds really good yeah what else do we have here now you have uh, uh you went like this plant-based dinner diners can choose roasted vegetables peyote featuring market vegetables cannoli beans and those looking for land-based fare will savor the new dry-age ribeye chop served oh, with a cream yeah, dude that looks delicious served with a creamy goat cheese potato pav pave and a turnip and onion jam and a touch of fig juice but dude the way these potatoes are rolled on this john they looked absolutely amazing yeah we might have to go here uh Nergosi's guest like the Planko seared scallops and the Parmesan gnocchi and surf and turf featuring ten, uh, filet mignon and butter poached lobster tail remain on the menu for new and returning guests. So the menu here looks awesome. So I'm in. I might have to. And, and the great part is, John, now that they opened up the bridge, we couldn't believe that uh, that was cl they never made all these years. And their cozies and citricos is a good a dinner option from the Magic Kingdom now. Oh, absolutely. You can walk there in about 
uh, normal walking speed about 15 minutes. Yep. Doug walking speed about six and a half. <laughs> you do know me, John, don't you? <laughs> Dude. Yeah, I thought I walked fast. Uh, you, you embarrassed me. <laughs> Dude, calm down. Dude, I get it at work. Where are you going? Friday. Guess how many steps I took at work on Friday. 48,302. No, you're exaggerating, dude. But 27,000 steps I took Friday. I literally walked 10.2 miles on Friday, John. <laughs> What's that you just you going around checking our cruise? Up and down, seven, uh, eight flights of steps, different floors, yeah, running. There you go, here, man. Running. You're, doing, you're, you're doing that cardio. Dude, I did over 50,000 steps this week. I mean, over 50 miles this week. 100,000 steps I took this week. There you go. And I had the girl, the people I was telling you about, they're like, we're averaging like 15, 18,000 steps a day here at Disney World. Man, we are walking. I'm looking, I'm, I'm at the Brigada <laughs> running 27,000. I mean, my my average steps this week was like 20, 23,000, John. Uh, I, I'm going to, I'm going to put you on the, uh, I'm going to get you an invite to the Disney bus driver, uh, chat page, just so you can read some of the comments they have about, uh, there's a parking lot closed and I had to walk an extra hundred feet to get, and it's ridiculous. I can't believe they made us do that. And I'm like, oh my God, dude, shut up. All you do is sit on your butt and drive a bus all day. And you're in your complaining about drive, walking extra hundred feet. <laughs> I don't know. I don't get it. So. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's sad. Oh, I'm going to lie about this. Price increases at Cinderella's Royal Table as Disney princess, oh, princesses well. make their return. Let's see what this goes up to now. Oh, my goodness. <clears throat> I don't even want to guess. Uh, Disney's princesses will return to the dining room at Cinderella's Royal Table. And they did on February 28th for the first time since COVID, John. Uh... With the return of the character dining experience, pricing has increased significantly. With the breakfast raising, how much do you think they raised breakfast, John? 25%. Just $20, John. 20 I mean, that's what I pay for. Ay, ay, ay. And dinner increased by 12 The price has also increased compared to pre-COVID when the characters were last present. Breakfast with the princesses is now priced at... Get a load of this, John. $65. And 39 for children. It was previously 45 and 29 So you're talking 130 for you and Lisa. You have two kids. $210 to have breakfast at the freaking royal table. Is that insane or what? That's, uh, that's pretty crazy. Lunch and dinner now, John, are $79 per adult and 47 per child. I honestly was going to guess a flat 100 so I'm kind of surprised they just didn't. That, they're, they're getting close to that, though. Just, just round it off. Just make it 100 I mean, it and is. you're at 80 right? So. It is disgusting, dude. I mean, I, and I don't even know, like, do, do you think, I mean, what breakfast would be worth $65 to you, John? I mean, what, I mean is it all you can eat, lobster? <laughs> All you can eat lobster, uh, uh, I don't know, Berkshire ham, um, caviar, bellinis. Uh, I don't even like caviar. So. <laughs> well, I know yeah, I drinks know. are extra. I mean, any alcoholic beverages. Yeah. Uh, it, it, yeah, I better have a mimosa bar and a uh, Bloody Mary bar to be that price. 
Uh, well, this is what you get, John. I'm going to give you your breakfast before I let you go, and then uh, we'll we'll call it a day. How's that sound? Sure. Uh, what is this? Last update. I thought this was breakfast. This is the dinner one. They have a oh no, this is the breakfast one. They have a beef tenderloin and egg. That's what I would have to get to justify it. I never. I bet you. I don't think I've ever had steak and eggs for breakfast in my life, John. I'm just not I a do. steak and egg man. I do because I, I do because uh, I bring the steak leftover from the night before <laughs> instead of making bacon or something. Yeah. I'll, I'll just flop it in the stove and or on the on top of the stove, warm it up. So. Yeah, I was going to say unless I had a tenderloin or something yep. left over. Leftovers. Yeah. 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 You got. Yeah, I've never per I never took a steak out and grilled it for breakfast, and but I, I certainly will eat a leftover. And I've never so. ordered steak and eggs in my life, Al. I get pork roll and eggs. I get sausage, bacon and eggs. As you know, yeah, 99% yeah. of the time, it's pork roll and eggs. And if I'm down south, it's uh, Canadian bacon. Yeah, I like corned beef hash, but I can't find good corned beef hash mm -hmm. here. You know, so. Then you got your traditional breakfast, scrambled eggs, sausage, bacon, and potatoes. Caramel apple stuffed French toast, which do does sound very good. Baked quiche, uh, shrimp and grits. Smoked gouda cheese, grits, tomato jam, fried egg, butter, buttered shrimp, and garlic bag. I mean, John, really, I mean, all kidding aside, have you ever wanted shrimps for shrimp for breakfast? I never have. I had shrimp and grits and eggs at French Quarter for breakfast one time, and it looked good. It sounded okay. It was probably the most disgusting thing I've ever eaten for breakfast in my entire life, and it was a stupid mistake. Hey, so, yeah. Hey. And, and to start the day off, like, I'm, I love shrimp, but if shrimp isn't cooked perfectly, I can't eat it. I mean, I don't like a shrimp that it's it's soft and gooey, and you get that a lot. You know what I'm talking about when that... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah especially with, especially with uh, frozen pre-frozen shrimp and all that type of stuff, so yeah. If yeah. it ain't cooked perfectly and at the right temperature for me when I'm eating it, you understand what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not into it at all. And then they got Royal Avocado Toast. So because they called it Royal, it's worth $65. <laughs> yeah, it's very special green toast. Yeah, I had to make my wife... This is Royal Avocado Toast, honey. <laughs> it looks like a frog. Maybe if you kiss it, it turns into a prince. I don't know. Maybe. You get complimentary refills on breakfast. if you, With regular breakfast. But what do you think they sock you for a mimosa here, John? After they just nailed you for that. Seventeen ninety five. Mm, you you did go up, but fourteen bucks for a mimosa, John. Yeah, that's close. Yeah. I think I figure if I just start blowing the prices all all up, I'll never be surprised anymore. So you know. But what again? This is what cracks you up. The upper crest, they feel like are responsible enough that you could have a royal breakfast flight to start your day off. So if you make <laughs> if you make south of if you make north of a hundred thousand dollars a year or more. You're good enough to have a flight in the morning. But good old John driving your, the bus. You can handle your alcohol. Yes. Good old John driving the bus can't walk up to Casey's Corner and get a beer and a hot dog because you're not <laughs> responsible enough, John. I'm too blue collar. Yes. I mean, it's just the, the hypocrisy is just ridiculous. But yeah, you can get the Royal Breakfast Flight to start your day off drunk. You can get the mimosa with a, a mimosa with a Paul. Chenu Lady of Spain Guava and Orange Juice, a cannoli bellini, canola bellini, and a sparkling peach cocktail, John. So you can get three drinks for $15. You're allowed to have a Bloody Mary for $14.50, John. 
So you can get bombed here for breakfast if you want to. And that's all fine and dandy, but you can't go have a beer and a hot dog at Casey's Corner. I mean, it makes n zero sense to me, John. Well, you can have this high alcoholic stuff if you're going to pay for it, but you can't get a Bud Light that's, what, 3.5%? No, you can't have that. Mine. Yeah, that's horrible. So. No. no. And, and you know what? Those people that are going to uh, uh, the uh, Cinderella's Royal Table and having that drinks in the morning, they're probably the ones that would get, oh, my God, he's having a beer on Main Street. Uh, Walt would turn over in his grave. Okay. Yeah. All right. So. Yeah, and on the dinner menu, they got a... Uh... This is their dinner menu, John. Uh, real quick. Uh, you got chicken nuggets, beef tenderloin, macaroni and cheese, and seared fish of the day. There are your four options for $79, John. Sound good to you? It better hold be on. the best filet. Well, I hold mean, on, no, wait. I'm messed up. I think it went to the children's okay. menu. I was going to, I'm like, oh my God, here it is. Here's the right Chicken nuggets for $79.95. Yeah, well, that's 50 bucks. <laughs> the kids are 50. My no. bad. Oh, uh, well, that's better. Yeah, $50 chicken nuggets. All right. Yeah. So the entrees, they have appetizers, they have a charcuterie plate, soup of the day, royal cheese course, steamed mushrooms, and castle salad. I think what you get is one of. One one appetizer, one standard drink, and then your whatever dessert, I would say. You get what I'm saying? And entrees are, they don't have much more, dude. Uh, tenderloin of beef with whipped potatoes and seasonal vegetables. Sustainable catch of the day with marble, ma with marble potatoes. They can't even mash them for you. Uh, Plant-based is entree of crispy chickpeas and coffee. I, that's it, John. I mean, there's... Can you imagine paying $80 for crispy chickpeas? Yeah, I mean... <laughs> really? Yeah. They can even get you, like, ratatouille or something. I mean, if you're going to give us a vegetarian dish, make it fancy. Yeah. Crispy chickpeas? Yeah, I mean, I don't get it for $79. And, and beer is... Uh, they got a 50... Anniversary celebration champagne flight for $24. You get a castle flight for $15. Stepsisters flight for $14. And then their beers are $10.75, 9 to $10.75 a piece. So as long as you're going into Cinderella's Royal Table, you can you're allowed to drink, but at Casey's there you, you can't. It makes zero zero sense to me, John. It's it's hypocritical if you ask me. Oh, it is very, but it, it you get real accustomed to it, I suppose. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, at this point, I don't. I don't know why they just don't. I mean, uh, why can't I get a Bud Light with my hot dog? No, and I, that would that would be one of the highlights of my trip, to be quite honest. No kidding. Sitting on Main Street, watching the parade with a hot dog and a beer. Woo, that, that's good. That's good living. Yeah, it's all I need, dude. I could live well off of that, and then I, I wouldn't mind. <laughs> I would, and I would love to go over to. Uh, to uh, which one? Now I'm losing my freaking mind. Uh, Columbia Harbor Go House and get myself and a get Samuel fish Adams and chips and a, and a Sam Adams. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. lobster roll and a Samuel Adams. I oh, mean, yeah. but no, you're low class. You can only afford counter service. You don't deserve the drink in the Magic Kingdom. Or, or like my brother, he don't really likes. He prefers the counter service. I told you this before. You know, they're not big in this sit down. And it was never yeah. not even about the money. They just prefer to. To relax that way. They don't like, yeah. they ain't in the fancy, that fancy there dining. You know what I'm saying, John? They, 
But no, and and some people don't want to spend that much money on vacation. I mean, they're they rather have other stuff or, or spend it on other things. Yeah, so. but nothing wrong with that. I just think it's wrong that you can't buy a beer at uh, like what at Casey's Corner or at uh, at uh, Pecos Bills. How nice would it be over there to have a Modelo or a Corona or something with a Tex Mex, yeah. John? Or if they if they do switch it over to uh, um, uh, Tiana's uh, place. Uh, mint julep or you know uh, maybe some uh, uh, purple haze which is uh, uh, beer from New Orleans I mean some of that stuff would be fantastic in there so no, I just think it's a joke John I mean it's it's hypocritical I mean a lot of us would like to have a father taking his three kids there to the only restaurant he could use a nice walk up to a counter service and get a, a, a cheeseburger and a beer I mean over at Cosmic Rays, I would love to get a freaking burger and a fr- fries and a Bud Light. I mean, I don't think that's asking yeah. too much. So yeah, we'll see. That that's one thing that I think at some point will change. I, I think they will put in uh, alcohol or, across property. I think the only thing's going to make I, that happen is greed. It ain't going to be for us. Yeah. It'll be because oh of no no no. It's, but but you know what? At this point, I'll take a little bit. Of, if they're going to have they got greed anyway, Doug. Yeah. At least let it benefit me. I mean, yeah. Me, you know, but. I, I know part of it is also um, because as far as I know, all the alcohol that's uh, served at the Magic Kingdom right now, especially when it comes to beer is what I'm specifically talking about, is bottles and cans. And so if they do put it in Casey's Corner, if they do put it in um, Columbia Harbor House and stuff, they're going to want to run draft lines. Mm-hmm. And that's not equipped right now. So they probably have to shut down those places to actually put in a cooler to keep, uh, you know, some kegs cold and all that type of stuff. But I, I'm well worth that. You can try to shut down Casey's for three three months if you give me a freaking Bud Light. With Absolutely. Dogs, so. Or maybe uh, put some uh, uh, ba- barrels in there and drop ice in and put the beers in. I mean, yeah, I, I think it like, you know, or have a guy standing there like they do at the ballpark with the beers inside the cooler and he hands it to you. I don't care how you yeah. do it. Do a do aluminum, you yeah, know, where yeah, you, you have to, yeah. or or do it like they do at Epcot, where they have to pour the beer for you. Yeah. I don't care, just give me a beer. <laughs> this is our crusade, Doug. This yeah. is our this is our Me Too movement. Yes, me too. Yeah. <laughs> I want beer at Magic Kingdom. Yeah, blue collar, you know, treat us right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I just it's just stupid, dude. Because again, yeah, as we talked, our favorite red, like my wife loves Tony's. She enjoys Tony's Town Square. Like she'll bring that up all the time. But besides that, you know, mm. we we are, all the counter service are our favorite at the Magic Kingdom for the value of the price at the Magic Kingdom. I think Columbia and Casey's and Pecos Bills is a better value than eating in any of the sit down restaurants in that park. Do you agree with me? Yeah, yeah. We tried a couple, and I wasn't overly impressed with. It. I, I'd still like to try Tony's at some point. And I think I'd like to try Jungle Cruise can, uh, Canteen, but I don't know. And you know what? I never the the time I had rest, uh, reservations at Plaza, I had made them the wrong day. So mm. yeah, uh, I, enjoy, I still haven't. Yeah, and Brenda I, enjoyed I, the Plaza. Yeah, yeah. So that's probably like our only actually affordable option for a sandwich and a beer is the Plaza. Right? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, Skipper's Canteen has some lower price stuff, and it isn't that that expensive there i just went with that stupid i might try it again because i just went with that stupid fish deal again like an idiot john (laughs) 
<laughs> can't keep us away from a coconut curry, Doug. No, we're just too stupid. <laughs> like, don't touch that. It's hot. <laughs> don't touch it. It's hot. Oh, I burned myself again. Yeah, yeah, let me tell you right here why I'm at it. Entrees at Skipper's Canteen ain't that bad. The most expensive thing is a hanger steak for 38 bucks, John. Okay, that ain't bad. Lamb chops are 38 You got Skipper's Dan, Dan noodles. His noodles toss in a savory spicy chili sauce topped with crispy pork and pickled mustard greens for 28 You got a marinated grilled pork served with a Chinese broccolini and jasmine rice for $28. Tastes like chicken. Crispy fried chicken and a sweet chili glaze. Stir-fried vegetables and jasmine rice for $28. And then you got a sustainable fish for $32 with bell pepper, so... They, they, it ain't that bad. That curry meals even. I, it's so awesome. It's off the menu, so I couldn't even screw myself and order it again, John. <laughs> Doug could go there and go, I, I don't feel like I'm going over to Animal Kingdom to yeah. uh, Yak and Yeti to yeah. get my curry. Yeah. I need my seafood curry. Yeah. Once every five years, i got to be stupid there. <laughs> you and me both. I don't know. What, I've ordered it twice. I can't believe I've never ordered anything twice at any restaurant where I didn't like it the first time. But there it was. It's just uh, weird how, because what it is is, I think we block out the broth and just see the eight different seafood that's in, and we get all excited about the seafood. Am I wrong? Yeah, I guess that's what it was. I don't know, but it certainly looked good to me twice. Yeah, uh, you'll see crab, you'll see shrimp, you see scallops, you see, oh my God, it's me, that? and then, oh, coconut broth. Oh, wait a, wait a minute. Yeah. Wait, so. it tastes like it's been boiled milk. Oh, yeah. oh my. Oh, dude, it was all, it was all, it was, it was awful, and I. It was not good. And yet, and you were like me, you had to keep picking at it because you felt bad because you bought it. Yeah. Well, it, it was fairly expensive too. Yeah. So, I mean. Yeah, and then I'm so, watching a kid walk by with a Kobe beef burger with cheese. Yeah. I'm like, give me that, that kid. Was, that was JJ. He was killing that, and Lisa had the ribs, and I'm yeah. like, uh, whoops. So. The ribs there were outstanding. Brenda uh -huh. actually got, dude. That was one of my times. We sit down and we order, and then she go, "I'll have the rib." I'm like, "What? Who are you? What did you do with my wife?" <laughs> yeah. Usually she's the salmon or the fish taco. Yeah. You know, yeah. Some sensible. She go, "I'll have the slab of ribs, please." I'm like, "Where's Brenda?" <laughs> And they were absolutely the delicious. Ribs. Yeah, they were yeah. delicious, dude. Yeah, the Flintstones, greatest cartoon of all time, John. All right. It's top five for me. Yeah. I, would, I would definitely say top five. Flintstones, Jetsons, what else do we have, John? No, I'm a fan of The Simpsons. Uh, and, uh, uh, yeah, see, I was in The Simpsons. I loved, uh, I loved uh, Wile E. Coyote and the... And and uh, oh, Looney Tunes. Yeah, I love them. Scooby Doo. Love, yeah. I'm a I'm a big fan of Scooby Doo. Yeah. Uh, you know. Brenda loves Scooby Doo. I I I, I kind of hate when the dog's smarter than all the characters. <laughs> it kind of annoys me. <laughs> you know, but I watch Scooby Doo because of her. But I like the I like the Road Runner and Wally Coyote. I love Yosemite Sam. I order. I order. You know, so I loved all that stuff. But oh, the other one I loved was Tom and Jerry. Yeah, yeah, that, that was good too. That's why I mean, all those cartoons is why I liked. Uh, well, still one of my favorite movies is uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. So, and you'll never see that again. You'll never see Bugs Bunny and <laughs> you'll never see Bugs Bunny and Mickey Mouse on the same screen at any time in the entire yeah. world except for that movie. And it was great. So. Yeah. Plus, with the way we're moving, like those cartoons would ruin the kids today, John. <laughs> I mean, they're so violent. They're so wrong. You know. 
is there, you know, all those protests for years about how violent cartoons are. Crazy. Didn't do nothing to me, John. Uh, I know. I know. But anyhow, I'll let you go. You home? I am. That new tower works, John. If you ever get a day off, we could record on a Sunday. It would be awesome now. Yeah, if uh, the next bid will be around probably in April or something, and I'm thinking about taking Sundays and Mondays off, so we'll see uh, what kind of schedule I could get at that point. And if that happens, then we'd probably swing back to a Sunday. So. Well, it'd even be awesome if you're home on a Sunday. We could probably do a, a regular one, and maybe every once in a while I'll do something fun for the the, the fans. Yeah, about that. Listen to me cry all the time. But anyway, John, if you everybody could please ever to head over to iTunes and give us a review. Give the wonderful, beautiful Lisa. Tell her we're praying for her. We're happy things are going in the right direction. Uh, John, tell everybody what you want them to do. Hey, please fold your strollers. Don't smoke where you're not supposed to. And quit walking across my load zones. Mm, there you go, John. John has more rolls this week. Uh, yeah, I'm trying, you know. And my last one is please, everybody, be kind to one another, and we will talk to you real soon. Say goodbye, John. Bye, folks. Have a great week. That's it, guys. We're going to hop off our stools and pay our tabs and get on out of here. If you guys could, could you please head over to iTunes if you enjoy the show and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Even if you don't, we'd really appreciate it. Also, you can head over to Twitter and find John at Beer Solo. You can find me at Grumpy6767. You can find us both at WDW Main Street on Twitter and Facebook. Also, head over to Podbeam and check out WDW Main Street, and you can find all our sponsors there. Everybody be kind to one another. We will talk to you real soon. Bye, guys.